guess we're not going to do tests. Hello and welcome to Couple of Idiots, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the television show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me as always... Is his wife, Penny. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. So today, after school special. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Did you find out any info on the ABC after school special? Yes, I did. I looked it up and um, there's no thing streaming it but if you're lucky you might be able to find something on a youtube channel or something somewhere yeah it's weird that they're not available you think that you know that'd be like a big draw to their streaming service or something for nostalgia reasons but maybe they don't want people laughing at the dare episodes anymore or something <laughs> that could be That's or maybe it was bad advice <laughs> at the time looking back this advice sucks um yeah so uh we'll just i i do want to uh start out and just say that this episode did deal with uh high school and suicides and if you are have an issue and you need to talk to someone 1-800-273-8255 it's a suicide prevention hotline give them a call that's all i want to say about that you ready to talk about the episode i am ready i'm just keeping an eye on buddy because he outside and know he's gonna start being a problem soon Okay, well, the recap starts, and it's a bunch of uh, Sam and Dad backstory from season one, right? Yes, I thought, well, I thought it was a lot of um, when the boys were younger backstory. Yeah, I guess it was just clips of younger stuff, because there were things out of other episodes that were more recent that had back flashbacks in them, but it was mostly focused on them as kids. Exactly, like that one episode um, where they were in Wisconsin, and that thing was sucking the life out of the kids. So the episode starts off, we see some high school jocks talking about a girl that they think had sex. They're giggling about her. She comes over to the table and goes to sit down, but she, her seat's not available. All the high school kids start picking on her, chanting slut, slut, slut. Uh, she goes off and sits down with another girl who is sitting alone and looks like a loner girl. And the loner girl starts talking to her and is like, oh, I feel bad for you. You know, I'm sorry that that happens. Well, then that girl that was just ostracized for being a slut then turns into a bitch and calls that girl a fat, ugly pig. And I was like, geez, you know, have a little compassion, you dick. <laughs> well, you know, you could tell, well, the girl was in the cheerleader uniform, so you could tell she's one of the popular girls. And the girl she sat down with was... I was like she was fat, but she was not a skin cheerleader pretty girl. So I can see where, yeah, she'd be Well, she me. wasn't sitting with anyone either, which is weird. And she didn't have a book out, so. Exactly. I don't She's know what happened to that girl. She got cooties or something. Have a lunch all by herself. Well, we see then the uh, cheerleader girl is in the bathroom. And uh, the other unpopular girl walks up behind and she's like, oh, you know, is this about yesterday? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Well, then a uh, loner girl starts kicking her ass, sticks her head in the toilet, gives her a swirly until she drowns. And then we see black goo flow out of her eyeball. And she says, you're ugly. And uh, that black goo is the X-Files black goo, right? No. <laughs> it has nothing to do with aliens? No. I was like, why are they using black goo? That's so X-Files. Black goo in the eyeball. Yes, that is 
Black with the eyeballs is alien, but this is a different type of black. We, we, we've seen it before. Yeah, it just it's always funny that they use like the exact same thing for both shows. And they, they're two totally different things. The byproducts of something evil. And uh, I don't know, just seems too similar. They should have made it a different color goo, if anything. Make it the blue goo. Or red, I should make it red. Well, then that would just look like blood. Don't be silly. <laughs> And if it was brown, people would call it the poo goo. <laughs> if it was green, it would be the flu goo. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no, she's got the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out of her eyeballs. <laughs> That's the beginning of the episode, though. Uh, stinger graphic happens. Um, so Sam is meeting with that uh, the loner murder girl in a mental hospital. And she says she felt like she was possessed. She couldn't stop it. Sam asks if she smelt any uh, rotten eggs or sulfur or if she'd seen any black smoke. And she's like, what are you crazy, dude? <laughs> like, she had no idea what we're talking about. Nothing supernatural. Sam leaves, jumps in the car with Dean. And Sam's like, well, I think she's telling the truth. I don't know. Sam wants to go check out the school, see if there's any clues back there. And Dean uh, says, hey, we already we were already there once. Remember, they, we were there for like a month. A while back. Sam then asks what the cover story is going to be. No, Dean asks Sam what the cover story is going to be. And Sam's like, don't worry, I got it. And I'm thinking like, oh, cool, we're going to have cool cover stories. A flashback starts, though, to 1997. And we see John is dropping off Sam at school. And Sam is complaining that he always hates being the new kid. Dad's like, oh, it'll be fine. Beat it. Get to school. Well, you don't even see John because Jeffrey Dean Morgan isn't in this episode. You just see someone driving the Impala, dropping the boys off, and the boys getting out of the car. You he says, Dad, he has a whole conversation with Dad. What are you talking about? He does not have an entire conversation uh, yeah, with Sam Dad. Sam gets out and talks to Gene. He was talking with Dean. You think so? I thought that he was talking was to John. Dean, when he got out of the car. No, that was John when he got out okay, of the we car. Okay, we are seriously. This time we are going back to watch <laughs> You are so wrong. He has a he, conversation he with He does them. not have a conversation with John. Oh, my God. You don't even Lanzo. see John in this episode because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is not in this episode. The only time we see Jeffrey Dean Morgan no, is in the... the young version. It's the young one from the previous. No, that was the, that was the actor right, playing young yelling. Dean. You're turning God. Even though you're wrong. I am so right. Well, listeners, please comment on who is right and who is wrong. Me. Me, of course, as always. Uh, and then we see Sam getting introduced to a class. And then we see uh, Dean getting introduced to a class. Which is the same actor Sam was talking to outside. Uh, while Sam's getting in his seat, he accidentally drops a butterfly knife. Catches the eye of a kid next to him. Uh, Dean, he doesn't bring his books to class. And all the while is like calling his sh teacher sugar. He's like, nah, sugar, I'm fine. He's acting like the Fonz. Or, <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or what's his ass from Greece? Danny. Yeah, he's acting like Danny from Greece. Just all cocky. Yeah, he's calling her sugar and sweetheart, things like that. Uh... This little kid, Barry, 
who uh, really likes Sam's butterfly knife, introduces him to Sam, and then instantly starts getting bullied from the kid behind him who starts flicking his ear. Sam then uh, makes him stop by staring him down like he's going to kick his ass. Here's our great cover stories then. Sam is a janitor and Dean is a PE teacher. Come on. <laughs> I thought we were going to have cool cover stories. Well, what's cool about this cover, kind of cool about this cover story is the um, outfit Dean was wearing. I guess uh, I was reading that Jensen Eccles really wanted to help create the, the outfit because it reminded him of a PE teacher he had back in school. But he made sure the shorts were like super short and tight on his. He knows those shorts that Dean was wearing when he was a, was a PE teacher. They're quite hilarious, I thought. I didn't pay particular attention to the shorts. It just looked like it looked like shorts out of what the PE teacher in Porky's wore. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it looked like the Porky's outfit. Um, Sam uh, then comes in and asks Dean if he's having fun. Sam reports, though, that he hasn't found anything, and they figure after Sloppy Joe's at lunch, Dean wants to leave. Right, because, well, they, they thought it would be because they didn't, or the lady that did the killing did not smell sulfur, did not see um, black smoke or anything. They did assume it was a ghost, but when Dean, or Sam was doing his rounds to the janitor, he stepped up for EMF, couldn't find anything. And so, yeah, Dean's like, oh, well, then we're out of here, but yeah, it's Sloppy Joe Day, so we'll wait for after, after lunch. Yeah, they just figure it's a psycho chick, nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see a home ec class, and a kid is bullying his lab partner to do his homework for him. The nerdy kid getting bullied grabs the other dude's hand and shoves it into a working food processor. And this is one of the goriest scenes in Supernatural history because it, like, does a side angle. And you just see, like, his little half stubby finger still in there bleeding with little chunks of flesh whipping around. It was horrific. It was. Side note, you cannot really do that because food processors do have a safety mechanism where they will not operate if they are not put together properly with the lid locked closed. Yeah, nowadays you can't just do that. Uh, Sam just happened to be walking by when all this happens, rushes in. That kid that had his hands hand chopped in half, he fainted, falls to the ground. No, no, not no, that no. kid. No, that kid gets faints and gets carried out by all of his classmates. The other, the nerdy kid, he fainted, dropped to the ground. Sand runs in. The kid doesn't know what happened, and he's got black goo running out of his ear. Yes. Commercial. So, yes. So now they're for sure he's an angry spirit somewhere. The boys are walking down the hall, and they do discuss that that black goo is a sign of very strong demon possessions. Uh, spirit possession. Ghost possession. Spirit possession. Ghost possessions. Um, but previously, there was one death on campus, a kid by the name of Barry Cook. Oh, my God, that's Sam's friend from when he was there. Yes, he committed suicide in 98. So they figure the ghost is possessing nerds and having them go after the bullies. Dean asks about him, and Sam says, yep, I remember Barry. He had a hard time. And back into flashback mode we go. Mm-hmm. We see young Barry getting bullied in the hallway. Sam, though, helps him pick up his books. Uh, then we see Dean in the closet making out with a girl. <laughs> Some cute blonde chick. 
Dean wants to go on a date with her tonight, but that girl has a curfew and doesn't want to break it. Uh, the girl asks Dean if, you know, if he gets to stay out all night. He seems to have a pretty easygoing lifestyle. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, my pops isn't around. And I live at the Pines Motel. And right then, that girl's face kind of changes. And she's pretty grossed out by the whole thing. And is like, man, you need a real family. Don't you miss your dad? <laughs> um, so he comes out of the closet. Uh-huh. Just at that point, uh, Barry and Sam goes walking by, and Barry thinks that Dean is very cool because making out with whoever that blonde chick is. I guess she was a popular girl in that right. school. And if anyone is a fan of other CW shows, this does have a link to Vampire Diaries because the actress that played this girl, Candace Acolo, played um, Caroline Forbes in the Vampire Diaries. And as a matter of fact, the scene where Sam and Dean are walking into the school is the same school front that they use for the pilot of the Vampire Diaries. So there you have it. The uh, That bully that was hassling Barry before in the classroom uh, stops Sam in the hallway. And uh, then Barry runs off to go get a teacher. Uh, the bully punches Sam in the face. Sam is on the floor looking very angry but he doesn't do anything he just stays there a teacher comes in drags the bully away sam gets up we switch back then to modern day sam and dean and they're digging up and burying sam's or barry's coffin yeah they dug it up they did the whole salt and burn and Sam feels really bad because he's like, you know, Barry didn't have it very easily. If, if only we could have been around a couple more weeks and Dad hadn't dragged us away, I might have been able to help Barry and he might not have committed suicide. Back in the flashback mode, Dean is talking, talking to Sam, telling him that he's going to beat the hell out of that bully. He's going to pull his lungs out through his throat. And he was very upset when he heard that he uh, punched Sam in the face. Dean asks Sam why he didn't just take him on. Why didn't he fight him? Uh, and Sam says, you know what? This time I just want to be normal. So I guess he knew how to fight really good even way back then. Uh, Dean says something about not dealing with parents and the school bell rings. Oh, because the screw wanted Dean to go meet her parents. Oh, okay. And he says, I don't do parents. Gotcha. So the bell rings, but it, it's, a cl it's his class being let out, a class being let out, and the teacher stops Sam to talk to him about an assignment that he did. It was obviously supposed to be that assignment, what I did last summer, and what Sam wrote about was how him and his family killed a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like you do. He, he was afraid that he was going to get uh, flunked, but the teacher said, you know, other than the werewolf part, it was all well written. You, you spoke a lot about your family members. The teacher then digs in more about Sam's home life and says that he doesn't need to go into the family business, that basically he can make his own decisions and have his own life. We switch back to present time, and Sam is seen thinking about the conversation. Commercial. So Sam and Dean, they're back at the school. Right. Before they went to commercial, they, you're right, he was thinking about it, and Sam did mention to Dean that he wanted to go back to school to talk to this teacher because he happened to see him earlier and knew that the teacher was still there. Yep, Sam and Dean are back to school. Sam wants to talk to the teacher. So we got a little bit of flashbacks in modern time kind of happening back and forth here for a second. Uh, 
we see someone asking Sam for directions. In present day. Yeah, in present day. Uh, oddly enough, Sam knows exactly where this room is. Like, just down the hall, to the right, third door on the left. And then the girl's like, thank you. And then she pulls out a huge knife and stabs him. She starts beating his ass. Sam grabs a handful of salt from somewhere, shoves it in her mouth, and then we see a demon jump out of this girl's back, and the girl faints. Ghost. Ghosts jump out of the back, and the girl faints. Next thing we see, then, is Dean yelling at Sam about how he wants to beat the ghost's ass. Well, and don't forget that after Sam gave her directions, she's like, thanks, thanks, Sam Winchester. So he's like, how did you know my name? So that's when he knew, plus there was black goo running out of some orifice of hers, that this ghost knew him specifically and was possessing this girl. Yeah, so once again then, Sam is yelling, is screaming, says he wants to take the ghost lungs out through his throat, so it's a reflection. It's just exactly what he said before about the bully. Now Dean is saying it about this ghost. Right. Uh, Sam and Dean, though, figure that all of these kids involved in all of this stuff, they all rode on the same bus. So they go to the bus and look for clues. First, they don't find much, but they do find it's a new driver, a McGregor. Sam knew his son, flashback, Gregor is this the son it was that bully Barry's bully mm-hmm well they didn't find they did find there lots of EMF on the bus and and Dean did notice that there was a new driver's uh, certificate or whatever kind of identifying who the driver is but yeah other than that they didn't really find anything else so we have that flashback then that sees that it's that the bus driver and the, the bully from the past is a bus driver's son He's picking on Sam, pushes Sam down. This time, though, Sam jumps up and just starts wailing on the bully. The bully doesn't get any more hits. Sam just keeps punching him in the face till he's knocked out cold. Sam then calls him Dirk the Jerk, and all the kids start chanting it. We switch back to modern times, and they're at the bus driver's house. Come to find out, Dirk died when he was 18, drinking drugs, etc., the dad said he was severely picked on and called Dirk the Jerk in school. His mom died of cancer when he was 13, and dad figured it changed him, and he had a lot of anger that led to him down such a self-destructive lifestyle by 18. Jeez. Dean asks where he's buried. Come to find out he's cremated. Dean's then like, all of him? <laughs> nope. Come to find out the dad kept a lock of hair tucked away in the Bible on the bus. Next thing we see is a bus rolling down the road with the entire football team in it. And it, it's a sub driver at the helm. The driver is speeding along, going way too fast. The coaches are like, hey, man, slow down. But it drives over some spike strips. So that brings the bus to a stop. The bus driver gets off. Sam comes up behind the bus driver with the gun. And then Dean quickly uh, jumps up behind him and then wraps him up with some uh, rope that's soaked in salt water. The driver confirms then that he is Dirk. He talks to Sam, you know, as he's Dirk. And uh, was pretty upset, calls Sam a jock and Dean a popular kid. Sam tells him that they are not evil and that, hey man, after high school things get better. 
Dirk doesn't seems to still have a lot of anger as he just breaks out of his ropes. We're supposedly unbreakable with salt water. Sam shoots him then with the salt rock gun, I'm assuming. Yes. Doesn't do too much. Uh, but on board, though, we see they, another jock. He gets possessed because he's got black goo coming out of his nose. Come- yes, yeah, so I was say, but while all this is happening, Dean's not just standing there picking his nose. Dean was up in the bus looking for the hair in the Bible. Couldn't find it, so they knew that when the bus driver became possessed by Jerk's spirit, that he hid it somewhere. Well, that other jock then comes up behind and starts beating hell out of Sam. Dean goes running around at this point looking for the hair. Goes in the bus, out of the bus. He's all over the place. Sam still keeps getting the hell beat out of him. <laughs> he, then he, Dean finds it in the guy's boot. Yeah. <coughs> he's, pulling, he's just looking for it everywhere. Happened to pull the guy's boots out off of him. The driver, that is. Um, so how did this ghost get the hair into the driver's boot? The ghost was in the hair. Possessed the driver, knew where the hair was, stuck it in the boot. Then along come Sam and Dean. I guess if you're going (laughs) to stick a wad of hair in your shoe. All right. Dean lights the hair on fire and the demon burns up. Ghost. the ghosts, gee, what does it matter? It matters a lot because you do not handle demons and ghosts in the same manner. Oh, my Lord. The ghost burns up and the dude slumps over on Sam. All right, next. I got to sneeze. Oh, no. <coughs> the next is another flashback scene. Oh, here goes another sneeze. Dean is in the closet making yep, we out. We see Dean making out with a different girl, and the previous girl he was kissing catches him. She says she isn't mad, just wishes he was actually a good guy underneath that bravado of his. Uh, she says she feels sorry for him, and then he goes off about how he's a hero, but then everyone just starts looking at him like he's nuts. Right. Well, she also calls Dean a sad and lonely little kid. You know, he's like, oh, you have this false bravado, but yeah, deep inside, you're just a sad, lonely little kid. So while he's been knocked down a couple of pegs in class, we see everyone high-fiving Sam for beating up Dirk. Mm-hmm. We see Dean then get a call from Dad. He's very happy about leaving. He's like, oh, thank God, get the hell out of here. But now Sam is sad about leaving. And then Sam and Barry wave goodbye to each other. Barry's up. I don't know. He's in detention or something. <laughs> he just looked like he was in the classroom looking out the window. Which is weird because uh, it seemed like school was out and everyone was going home. I don't know why Barry's still in the school. He could have. Maybe for his own protection. Maybe he's waiting for all the bullies to leave <laughs> so he could leave safely. Who knows? Back to modern times. Sam visits that teacher, Mr. White. He introduces himself, thanks him for advice. The teacher at first doesn't remember him, but uh, asks, you know, what that advice was. And uh, so he explains it to him, and Sam says, yeah, for a while I followed, you know, my own way, but then, you know, you have to grow up. So in the end, he didn't follow the advice. Well, he did because in, it's Mr. Wyatt. Mr. Wyatt goes, oh, I remember Sam Winchester. Yeah, you wrote the, the, the horror story about the werewolf. But, yes, he said, yes, I did follow my own way for a while. I even went to college because of you. But, yeah, then, you know, circumstances happened, and he did eventually have to go into the family business. 
Yeah, so in the end, he didn't follow it. Uh, he said, though, that just taking, stopping and taking an interest in him during that time is what really mattered. The teacher says, well, the only thing that really matters is if you're happy. And he's like, Sam, are you happy? And then <laughs> Sam looks very unhappy. The end. Yeah, not the life Sam wanted for sure. That's it. Uh, okay, so it's just the ghost of someone that was bullied. The whole thing is like, it's, it's a whole thing, you know, you don't know what other people are going through. Because this dirt guy, he thought, he, everyone thought he was the bully, but in fact, he felt like also he was being bullied by others. And he had problems in his life that he didn't talk about. Like, nobody knew that his mom died of cancer on him. Right. He was only 13 when his mom died. Uh, his father was working three jobs. He didn't have enough, didn't have a lot of money. So that's kind of why Dirk started bullying smaller kids. But you're right. You don't know what people are going through. You just don't know. You know, and so this was a good after school special because it talked about, you know, you shouldn't be a bully. You shouldn't judge people. The whole suicide angle and things like that. So good lesson for all you kids out there. Don't be a bully. And if you're getting bullied, turn around and sock them right in the news. You'll probably be best friends in a couple of days. Don't worry about it. Not going to lie, that's probably true. Didn't happen with Dirk the Jerk, but, you know, it could happen. <laughs> I've, always, uh, I've always said that when I was in school, this girl on the bus always bullied me until one time I finally told, told her off, and we were friends after that. So sometimes it does happen. It does turn around on you. Yeah. Yeah, I was bullied until I fought back, and then I was their friend. Like, oh, I guess I... <laughs> You just got to be cool enough or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you just have you just to gotta prove yourself. Have the nerve to stand up to him, but not too much. Hey, man, who wants to hang out with some little dweeb that can't take a joke? Right. We're exactly. Gonna, we're going <laughs> to peanut butter your windshield and saran wrap your car. Laugh. <laughs> don't go crying about it to mommy and daddy. Laugh with the rest of us as you clean it up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, just a reminder, of course, if you are thinking of suicide, make sure to give that prevention hotline a call. Someone's out there. You can get help. Um, but other than that, this isn't too interesting of a show. I mean, we see more of their background, but it doesn't tie into anything bigger, and it's not even an interesting supernatural event. It truly is just the after-school special of this show. True. I mean, it, they do... Happen to have to deal with a ghost, but other than that, you know, not a whole lot going on. It did have absolutely nothing to do with the overall story arc for the season. Um, but yeah, like you said, though, we got a little bit more insight into what they were like as kids, what they had to go through. What I found was interesting was looking up the actors playing the playing Dean and um, Sam as kids. Now, the actor playing Dean. <laughs> was 11 years older than the actor playing Sam, and yet Dean is only supposed to be four years older than Sam. And it's like, why they got actors with such a wide range group, you know, wide range in age between them? Yeah, they really wanted to... They really wanted to uh, make it obvious that one was way older than the other. One is the older brother. Yeah, but they... I mean, 11 and years, they made it too obvious. I mean, they had... And I guess for, from when the... From when he was born to when this air episode aired, the actor was actually 24 years old, playing a high school senior. Come on, they could have gotten someone a lot closer to that age than having to get a 24-year-old 24, 24 guy to play that 
to play young Dean. Meh, you know. We got the movie Grease where we got 35-year-olds playing high school kids. That's true. That's true. I don't. I think that's hard. As you get older, like everyone in high school, you can pretty much just hire anyone. If you go and look at real high school kids, they look like a bunch of little dweebs. You're like, Jesus, <laughs> these little shitheads, they're high school kid students? I know. I, I just laugh. They look like, you know, grade school kids L- now. Looking back at your high school yearbooks, you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You don't realize what little dweebs you were, but you actually were. Even the cool kids were dweebs. When you look at them now. Yeah. Buddy, what are you? What are you? No, 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 Buddy. no. He's chewing on a wire. Just, I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him. You just conclude the show. Uh, you just conclude the show. I'll get him. All right. As we beat one of the dogs. We're not going to. But we are going to tell him not to eat wires that he shouldn't eat. Yes, we are going to tell him not to eat wires he shouldn't eat. All right. So just a reminder, uh, our Facebook group, Armchair Hunters, come on over and say hi. Better yet, our website, coupleofidgets.com where you can listen to every single episode and subscribe on your uh, iPod or a podcast device, I should say. So we uh, stream on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and hopefully very soon, iHeartRadio. Yes, I did submit our, our show. We haven't got an, I haven't got an email back oh, yet. Oh, man, so. I hope we're good enough for clear channel communications. Woo-hoo! Then we'll really have made the big time. Yeah, if I can say we're on a clear channel app. My mother will be proud then. <laughs> um, but yeah, our website's pretty cool because you can comment on there like today when I'm right and uh, you just show me a little support and be like, oh yeah, Dan was totally right this mm-hmm. episode. That was John that dropped them off at the high school. John did drop them off. You just didn't see him. I don't know how I didn't see him with the conversation at hand. I'm going to pull that episode up right now <laughs> on my computer. What's tomorrow? Oh, what's the uh, death count on this? Two. Okay. Bloodrena and... Bloodrena? I say that because the actress played uh, the first cheerleader that got killed, got drowned in the toilet, played Octavia Blake in The 100. Okay. And that was, you know, and she's the one that took over Juan Crew. If you know that series, you know all about it. Tomorrow's episode is called Sex and Violence. Season 4, episode 14. Cool. Two of my favorite things to do in the car. (laughs) At the same time. (laughs) To do on the hood of a car at the same time. (laughs) All right. Very well. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye.